Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. And we have the problem with America's schools. Are the states going to be breaking up? Some guy had to mute something because his parents were in the next room. We have a lot to get to this hour. But I did want to play something that's been making the rounds all day. I've avoided it so far because we were having fun. But Glenn Youngkin, governor of Virginia, chose to do a CNN town hall last night with Jake Tapper. Now, I should, I should, I need to do a couple things right off the bat. One, you know, I tell you when I know people in someone's camp on someone's team. I tell you, when I have someone on Trump's team, and I do, I tell you. When I have someone on DeSantis's team, and I do, I'll tell you. If I have people very close to Yunkin, I'll tell you. I have people, our people, anti-communists who are close to Yunkin, and they all tell me, every one of them, that he is far to the right of where you think he is, sounds very chill, because he understands he's in a blue state. He got elected in a blue state. But from what I understand from my friends, he's very, very, very much our people. I hear good things about Yunkin. So I'm about to be very critical of him, but I don't think that we should be tossing Yunkin to the curb. From what I understand, he's an impressive person who wants what we want. He's going about it a different way. That said... He chose to do a CNN town hall last night, which we will talk about. As part of the town hall, surprise, surprise, they brought in some chick who's pretending to be a dude to ask him a question. Here's how the exchange went. Governor Youngkin, your transgender model policies require that students play on the sports teams and use the restrooms that correspond with their sex assigned at birth. Look at me. I am a transgender man. Do you really think that the girls in my high school would feel comfortable sharing a restroom with me? Yep. So first of all, Nico, thank you for, again, asking the question and being here tonight and uh, engaging in this important discussion. I believe first, when parents are engaged with their children, then you can make good decisions together. And I met your dad, and I'm glad that you're both here together. That's really, really important. I also think that there are lots of students involved in this decision. And what's, what's most important is that we try very hard to accommodate students that's why I have said many, many times, we just need extra bathrooms in schools. We need gender neutral bathrooms. And so people can use a bathroom that they, in fact, are comfortable with. I think sports are very clear. And just, I don't that, think it's that, that's, that's enough. That's, okay, okay. Again, I'm not going to destroy him like I do John Cornyn and Lindsey Graham because I do believe Glenn Youngkin is on our side. But first of all, let's begin at the beginning. This is why... It drives me bonkers when Republicans will do things like agree to a town hall on CNN. They And they almost all do it besides DeSantis. Trump is the worst at it. Trump has these people who will trash him 
and tell people he's the Antichrist forever, and then he'll give them hours, he'll give them days. John Carl is a a putrid human being who destroyed Trump for four years, decides to write an anti-Trump book when he gets out, and Trump gives him 48 hours with him at Mar-a-Lago and then complains when the idiot trashes him. Trump does it all the time. Pence does it. McCarthy does it. McConnell's one of them anyway, so I'm not worried about them. But Yunkin does it too. You're not going to do the hearts and minds winning thing at a CNN town hall. All the people there hate you. All the people watching hate you. The person hosting it hates you. And he brought you in with the expressed purpose of destroying you. That's why you're there. Jake Tapper didn't bring you in so he can hear from the other side in Virginia. No one in the audience showed up there so they could, well, I just want to hear what the Republican has to say. They're all there to destroy you. You're not there for this friendly debate, but this GOP, they can't get it out of their heads. I'll just go on ABC. I'll just go on CNN. I'll just go on NBC. And I'll sound so reasonable that I'll win hearts and minds. And did you hear how it ended up? How reasonable he sounded? I'm going to play it for you again. But I just want to be clear about something right now. You cannot change your gender. It's not possible. You were born a man or you were born a woman. And whatever you were born as will never change. I don't care how many hormone blockers they give you. I don't care how many parts of your body you choose to have a doctor cut off or so on. It doesn't matter what happens. You will never change your gender. Now, maybe you're sitting there as a tranny and you're listening to that and that makes you mad. But listen to me, tranny. Listen. I don't have to step out of this, the real world where I'm standing, and step into your world of make-believe to make you feel better. And listen, I'm not asking you to step into my world that's the real world. If you want to live your life in that world of make-believe, go ahead. But if we're going to sit and discuss our culture in the future in discussions, I'm never going to join you in the world of make-believe. Because if I surrender that, then I won't acknowledge any truth that's out there at all. How, how far into your world of make-believe should I step? Well, I mean, I guess you can change your gender. That's why I don't even really acknowledge that there's such a thing as a transsexual. That's a made-up word. I don't care what the doctors told you or your parents told you or your kindergarten teacher told you. You're still the gender you were born with, even if you've mutilated yourself like Mr. Potato Head. And I'm not going to change that to make you feel better. In fact, too many people have been out there trying to make you feel better. Which is why you don't go on CNN and have a town hall, because you end up saying things like, well, that's just why we should just have some gender-neutral bathrooms. Governor Youngkin, your transgender model policies require that students play on the sports teams and use the restrooms that correspond with their sex assigned at birth. Look at me. I am a transgender man. Do you really think that the girls in my high school would feel comfortable sharing a restroom with me? So first of all, Nico, thank you for, again, asking the question, being here tonight and uh, engaging in this important discussion. 
I believe first, when parents are engaged with their children, then you can make good decisions together. And I met your dad, and I'm glad that you're both here together. That's really, really important. I also think that there are lots of students involved in this decision. And what's, what's most important is that we try very hard to accommodate students. That's why I have said many, many times, we just need extra bathrooms in schools. Why are we trying very hard to accommodate it? Why do we need extra bathrooms? Why do we want to continue to cheat Nico? Wasn't that what that, that chick was calling herself, Nico? Nico has been cheated by probably everyone in his life, by his shrink, which he very clearly has, by his surgeon, which he very clearly has, He's been cheated, obviously, by his parents there with his father. He's been cheated by people who have lied to him. You're not doing Nico any service at all by continuing the lie. And here's what's so wild about the tranny stuff is everyone knows what I just said is true. My email inbox will be full of complaints and death threats like there always are when you bring this stuff up. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Send them over. But none of that changes anything, and none of that helps Nico. If I come home today and my child, my son, my youngest son tells me, Dad, I'm pretty sure if I put this sheet on my back, I can fly off the roof. I'm not helping him by saying, you probably can, son. I bet you can fly off the roof because you can do anything. You know what would help him? By doing things that sound mean. Well, you can't fly. In fact, if you go up on the roof and jump off, you're going to shatter both of your legs, if not kill yourself, and we'll bury you next week. Sound good? Now, that was a little mean, but wouldn't you argue I was being the better parent in that time? But you get yourself caught in these situations when you constantly bring this old way of thinking into politics. Well, of course, a CNN town hall. It should be a very, uh, maybe a little biased. I bet you, I bet you that's what they thought, too. Well, this will definitely be a little bit biased. They're not a little bit biased. They are your mortal enemy. Every single thing they do, every question asked, every guest who's given a chance to ask you a question, all of it, every bit of it, is to make you look bad. Why do we keep doing this? Drives me crazy. All right. Back to some Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Let's talk about schools and other things. But this is why I call them the low, the low TGOP, too. And I'm not even specifically saying that about Yunkings. Again, I like him. But it is low T thinking to not do what DeSantis does. DeSantis is giving us all the model. Remember they lied about DeSantis? Uh, I think it was NBC who lied about DeSantis. And then they sent him an interview request. And DeSantis said, retract what you just said or I won't ever give you an interview ever. And they said, what? No, uh, we didn't really mean it. No, apologize and retract what you just said or you don't get to interview with me ever. And he just won't meet with them. That's how it's done. Freeze them out. Starve them of coverage. They need you. You don't need them. Low TGOP. Just one gigantic male vitality stack from Chalk for everybody. That's what they need. They all need on it. Hopefully Chalk. I know Chalk is growing rapidly because everyone's figuring out the beauty of natural herbal supplements to fix this testosterone problem we have. I hope Chalk gets big enough that they can afford to just start sending these to all these people for free. Because, man, we really need to buck up and say no. Well, I'm, I'm, my name is Nico and I'm a dude now. Nope. You're still a chick and you're going to use the women's bathroom or you're going to go somewhere else. That's the answer. 
Chalk.com promo code Jesse gets you 35% off subscriptions. Chalk.com promo code Jesse. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. Sean Hannity, Monday from 3 till 6 on 710 WOR. Well, just when you thought your sleep couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable feel of the original MyPillow, but now has a brand new exclusive fabric that is made with temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. Now it's time to give it a try. The MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free for for a limited time with the promo code JESSE. MyPillow 2.0 is made with temperature-regulating technology, 100% made in the USA. The pillow comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener's special square to get this buy one, get one free offer on MyPillow 2.0. It's time you see for yourself how great this new pillow really is. Enter promo code JESSE or call 800-845-0544 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Nothing feels more like Friday than Phil Collins, Chris. Well done. Well done. I'm sure the people will be as pleased with that as they usually are. Remember, you can email your love, your hate, your death threats to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Let's get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions because we all know what we're here for today. Hi, Jesse. I'm 13, and I've been listening to your show for about four months. I've always loved your perspective on everything. Could you elaborate on the school issue our country is facing? Well, this is going to take just a little bit, but I'll try to get through this a little faster than I normally would. First and foremost, let's address something that most people don't know or won't address. The Soviet Union, they sent their communists into America, hoping communism would catch on here. The first place they went was the teachers' unions. If you'd like more information on this background in the history of actual communist infiltration of our education system, the Anti-Communist Manifesto is for sale at jessekellybook.com, Chris. No, you know, seriously, I do go into the background of a, of a lot of these things, but I do go into the background of this. Anyway, so I'm not going to belabor that point. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that another time. So that was really the beginning of it. The communist has always understood, most horrible people understand, you get them while they're young, all right? It's not just Joe Biden who thinks like that. You get them while they're young. They wanted to get into the education system. Now, when they got into the education system, they also understood this. In a freedom-loving country like this, you can't get into the education system when it's 1930 and get up in front of your social studies class and say, capitalism sucks! Because in that back when we were a proper country, you would have not only been fired, you probably would have been thrown in jail back then. So instead, what they did was, in our school system, they started small. And there's a good chance you still see this, or your child still sees this today in school. You don't start big. You don't stand up in front of third grade and say, America sucks, communism rocks, burn this racist country to ash. It's not what you say. Instead, what do you do? Hey, today, class, we're going to talk about America's history. What items are we going to focus on? 
Well, we will focus on America's genocide of the Native Americans, why America killed and tortured so many slaves, and then when we're done with that, we'll move on to the civil rights movement and how oppressed black people were, and that will wrap up American history for today. You see, if you ask me, hey, Jesse, real quick, describe uh, your wife. Do this with someone in your life. Think about this. Describe your wife. Now, if I wanted you to think poorly of my wife, could I give you three things that didn't make her sound the best or put her in the best light in the world? Oh, she laughs like a hyena and she loses her temper. By the way, she doesn't laugh like a hyena, but my wife laughs like a hyena, loses her temper all the time, and she has this mole with all kinds of hair growing out of it on each cheek. It's horrible. She doesn't have any of those things, but I could describe her to you in a way that made you think less of her, or I could describe her to you in a way that would make you think more of her. The communist infiltration in schools, and this still goes on today, starts with that a lot. They're not going to tell you America sucks. They just kind of leave out the whole freedom, prosperity, standard of living thing, blessings of liberty, and just kind of focus on the warts we're not very proud of. So that's how the communists began. Now, that was the beginning. Remember, always think about the country as a gigantic tree. What matters? Well, you can see this gigantic tree. I know you can picture it in your mind. And what do you see? You see the branches and you see all the leaves on the gigantic tree. But what you need to remember is it's the roots that matter. The roots are what was important. That was them taking over the roots. They then took decades after decade after decade after decade, even after the Soviet Union fell. By that point in time, the communists had already taught other communists who taught other communists. So now most of them... America's teachers, they actually don't know they're communists who are just somewhere down the line who've been trained by the Soviet Union. But by that point in time, the communism had worked its way up through the roots, and now it had infected every part of the tree. And that's where you get where we are now, where it went from a more benign, I mean, America's kind of just slavery, to now your teacher will get up in front of your child. Definitely, if you send them off to a university, your child will be taught. America is evil. The West is evil. Capitalism is evil. Gas and oil are evil. Stopping illegal immigrants is evil. Now it's taught that way outright. What's happened where the reason the school system has failed so badly, despite inhuman amounts of money thrown at it, well, all that money just goes to the administrators and the teachers themselves, and this goes to teaching school where they're educated too, by the way, the teachers themselves are trained Marxists. They're not standing up in front of your kindergarten class trying to teach your child a, their ABCs in one plus one. They're standing up in front of your kindergarten class recruiting soldiers for the future. Now, I know this doesn't apply to every teacher, but that's why we have a school system now who produces children that can't complete sentences at all. They can hardly read or write, but boy, they sure know America sucks. That's why. The school system in America is not made to give America's students an education. It's made to teach America's students to become communist activists. That's why it sucks. All right. We have an awkward question about some guy's family and states breaking up. Is this catching on? I'm going to talk about that in a second.
before we talk about that, let's talk about our choices, our monetary choices. I have made many bad ones. I know you have as well. We are going to try, you and I, to be better in the future, are we not? I know your cell phone company or companies in the past have been AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, garbage companies who absolutely hate your guts. So have mine. I've had all three. Because the cell phone bill is paid every month, you probably don't even think about the fact that you're funding trash. You can switch to Pure Talk and stop funding trash. Same 5G network is one of those big guys. You can keep your phone. You keep your phone number. Or you can get a new phone or new phone number. They have great deals on everything. But when you switch to Pure Talk, you can stop funding your enemies. And right now, when you dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, that'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. That Whenever you play the Beach Boys, Chris, it brings me back to that conversation we were having about is there a white national anthem? That's got to be up there if there is one, right? If we, if we, It's got to be a top five. It's got to be top five. Dear Jesse, I know you say move to a red state, which I am soon. I live in Illinois right across the river, but southern Illinois, blood red area. I heard something again about Illinois proposing of, of breaking the state into two states, northern and southern Illinois. Do you think that's possible? If you drive through southern Illinois, you'll get tons of Pritzker Sutz yard signs and a bunch of Trump signs. His name's TJ. Uh, <clears throat> I, I have believed this for a long time, that there will be the next major movement that's going to be a shift in this country is going to be a state breakaway movement. Because one thing history shows us, if we're going to just forget about Illinois, let's just uh, let's let's go up to the 30,000 foot view version. People will not live under a government that is hostile to them without end. There's no doubt people will live under that kind of a government government for a time, maybe a long time. But eventually, as history shows, if the people feel their government is hostile to them, they will act. You are already seeing this in places like Colorado. They're trying to break up Colorado. They're trying to break off Oregon. It's called the Greater Idaho Movement. They're talking about it in Illinois. Now, right now, it's just talk. But this is stuff that is moving forward and getting more and more legitimacy for the simple reason of something we've talked about before. We talked about it earlier in this show. Illinois, the one we're talking about now, is such a great example of this. Illinois has summoned the most hardcore righties, the most hardcore anti-communists in the country. They never get their way on anything because of Chicago. Well, they're not going to live that way without end. You know how much of Illinois is rural? Talking farmers and things like that? They're not going to live under a communist Illinois government without end. Eventually, that will be part of it. Now, the question is, what does that mean for us as a nation? Where do we go from there? Because when you think about it, what does that mean for the cities? Are we just going to become a nation where we have a bunch of communist city-states within the rest of it? It's an odd situation because I personally, I can't find a bunch of, or frankly, I haven't yet found any 
historical examples where the situation is what our situation is. It's not a clean divide with the states. You know, Connecticut's blue and Texas is red. Connecticut's red and Texas is red. It's just the cities are blue in both places. It's just in Texas, the rural Texans outnumber the cities. But in Connecticut, they do not. City-states isn't sustainable either. I don't know where this goes, but I do know states breaking up and splitting off is going to be a thing. I mean, look, we're not going to coexist with these people. All of these bills that DeSantis and others are doing limit our ability to understand who we are and are not inclusive. They're exclusive. They're they're narrowing the focus of what is and isn't American history. It's terrifying. It feels like a Soviet system or, you know, the way the Nazis would build a Potemkin village. Tucker Carlson's doing the same thing with the footage from uh, 1-6. It's just uh, a, a kind of rewriting of history at the most dangerous level. It's it's a huge threat to our republic. Well, of course, it's just like what happened to Jews during the Holocaust. Uh, what? Not really anything like that at all, but you're not coexisting with people who think that about you. Dear Shogun Oracle, my parents stayed over this weekend. And they were in the guest room next to my wife and I's bedroom. After a long day, I say goodnight to the parents. And as I'm changing into my PJs, a very loud romantic scene comes on the show my wife is watching. Reverting to my teenage years and quick as a cat, I make it across the room and grab the remote off the bed and I hit mute. My my wife watched all this and was puzzled. And admittedly, I felt a little silly when I realized what I'd done and remembered I'm 40. It was pure instinct, but I've become the butt of a lot of jokes and mockery as the story of my great agility made the rounds. I contend my actions represent an instinct that will never leave any man with their parents nearby. What say you? I support you a thousand percent. Especially because I was mentally abused by my parents. I mean, not, not, no, no, hold on, hold on, not in that way. But when it comes to these scenes in the movies, because here's what would happen in my household. And it, I shouldn't say parents. It was really my dad who would do it. If now we were not allowed to watch bad stuff at all. So for you kids, you kids these days, but I'm going to explain something. Listen, kids today, you kids who are listening, if a new movie comes out now and it's rated R, it's got a bunch of potty words in it and your parents don't want to let you watch it, you're pretty much toast. You won't be able to watch it. But back when I was a child, this is what would happen. If there was a huge movie that came out, uh, Top Gun. In fact, Top Gun was one of them. A huge movie came out, but it was rated R. Eventually, the TV networks would pick the movie up and they would run it on a major night, on a Friday or Saturday night. So ABC is playing Top Gun, all right? But because they can't cuss and put dirty things that are too dirty on the major networks, all the cuss words are taken out. Either they would just cut them out or they dub over, oftentimes very poorly, something. But it was the greatest night of my life whenever this happened because as a kid, it let me watch movies that I've been dying to watch, but I wasn't allowed to watch. Oh, good. I get to watch Top Gun. I don't have to, I get to watch Top Gun and the parents will watch it with me and we don't have to hear the F word. But they didn't take out. All of the stuff that can get a little romantic if we're going to keep it family friendly, which we always do on the show. And my father, I, I, I have scars to this day over this mental, emotional scars. Whenever one of these scenes would come on, 
he would cause such a scene with his disapproval of it. And if for some reason this always fell on me, it never fell on my sister. He would basically act as if I wrote, acted in, and directed the show. Like that, that scene was in Top Gun was my fault in some way as a child. And he's scoffing at me. And so now, oh man, if there's something like that inappropriate on TV, if my parents are in the same state, I'll turn it off. I can't take it. <laughs> Jesse. I just finished listening to your opening segment about officers in Afghanistan that haven't been held accountable after 13 of my brothers and sisters were murdered, and I could not agree more with how you expressed your frustration. I currently serve and get frustrated with the indecisive officers I'm surrounded by every day. The military, unfortunately, has become nothing more than a popularity political scam now. There isn't integrity anymore, and no one wants to come forward to take the blame. They're quick to point a finger, but when it comes to getting reprimanded, they stay quiet and allow others to take the blame. Not to mention, I have captains who are afraid to approach me because I come off as aggressive. Where are the officers with uh, guts nowadays? I pray we get rid of these cowards and start making better people to lead. I'm tempted to go commission so I can, con so I can change the culture, but as you know, in today's military, it might be a career ender because I'd be labeled too extreme. Please continue to pray for our men and women in uniform. Thank you for all you do, Jesse. God bless you. Pray for the people who are in uniform, man. It bums me out that this guy, that I'm not going to send my sons to serve under this guy, both for my son's sake and for this guy's sake. I want him to have Marines like my son, and I want my sons to be led by that. But this is why the answer is no. This is why I won't do it. We'll stay home. We'll stay home and train like Marines at home. We have Mantis X after all. You know that the Marines, obviously famous for being marksmen, you know if you go to Marine Corps Boot Camp Paris Island, you know that you'll see them training with Mantis X. Isn't that cool? The same thing you train with in your home? Green Berets, maybe the finest soldiers in the world, they train with Mantis X. Why not train like the professionals train? But I, I don't want that to intimidate you. If you're a new or newer shooter, I don't want you to think you have to go through green beret drills. They have things for beginners. They have things for people who've been shooting forever, but you dry fire practice in the comfort of your home and you get really, really, really good. Get a Mantis X system today, all right? Mantis X practice. You'll feel better about yourself. It's a great stress reliever. MantisX.com, all right? MantisX.com. They have some of the coolest stuff there with really cool stuff still to come. I can't wait to tell you about it when it gets here. MantisX.com. Go now. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show, reminding you you can email the show, your love, your hate, your death threats. You can email whatever you want, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We have to try to motor through the rest of these because I feel like I've gotten through some tonight, Chris. Five, maybe ten. Five, five, it's been closer to ten. What, Chris? It has been. Shut up. And now, here's a headline. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Emails. We didn't get to. Love the show. World famous Jesse Kelly burgers are good. I hear you talk about cooking one of a t one at a time. Have you tried a Blackstone griddle? That way you can cook burgers for all your kids' coaches at once. 
I heard the show about different things to put peanut butter on. I must have missed peanut butter and bacon sandwiches. That's really good. Okay, one peanut butter and bacon sandwich sounds fantastic. Fantastic. I actually invented something one time that I since found out had been invented by a bunch of other people too, but it didn't have the cool name that I gave it. You see, I make pancakes at home. And then when I pull the pancake out of the pan, I slather it with peanut butter right away and then put a couple uh, slices of bacon in there and fold it over. You eat it like a sandwich. I called it the Flappy Pig. Pretty good stuff with it. What, Chris? You're just mad because you can't eat it. Anyway, it was delicious. May I just mention that? That's one, two. I know that there are things like a griddle out there that will allow you to cook more than one world-famous Jesse Kelly burger at a time. I'm aware of that. That's not the point. The point is each burger deserves your undivided attention. Undivided attention. Let me ask you something. Your child, when your child was born, did you give your child attention that was only for your child? Of course you did. You would sit down and you'd talk to him or her, feed it, nurture it. A Jesse Kelly burger is as important as your child. So that's why it has to be nurtured that way. What, Chris? Preborn, by the way, is saving children. Why don't we, uh, why don't we save a life going into the weekend? How's that sound? And then you and the family can gather around the table and you guys can say a prayer for the life you just saved. Because when you give preborn $28 or 28,000, remember, it's all tax deductible, but when you give to preborn, Your money goes to ultrasounds and care for the first two years, if she needs it, of that baby's life and the life of the mother. How about that? You're putting your money where your morals are, saving a life. They bring in that young woman who's looking for an abortion. They give her an ultrasound for free. And then she hears that heartbeat, and it's just magical. She chooses life the overwhelming majority of the time. Because of your donations. You have any idea how many lives we've saved so far? You've saved so far on the Jesse Kelly Show? It's a lot. We're very excited about what this year is going to bring. The goal is 15,000. Can we save 15,000 babies this year? That's more important than books or anything else, don't you think? Preborn.com slash Jesse. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Or... You can dial pound two five zero and say preborn. All right, back to the emails, Doctor Jesse. Oh, sponsored by Preborn. Back or er, Doctor Jesse, you make good points about communists being anti-human and not being satisfied until they have the one thing they don't have, like the communist China with Taiwan. So it's difficult to accept the national divorce because America's communist national government will immediately attack red state America. How would a national divorce maintain a future red state America? Well, this is always an excellent point, and you're 100% right. Remember, they would want the red states. They would want the red states. The problem for the communists then is the same thing these people are having now, the same problem they're having now. We have too many guns, and all the communist understands is fear and pain. Yes, he would want to take red America. That doesn't mean he can do it. Jesse. I recently watched a documentary about, documentary about Daniel Boone. He, incum- he embodies the American spirit of ruggedness and self-sufficiency, long forgotten by so many so-called modern heroes. If he could be alive today to order the anti-communist manifesto from jessekellybook.com, 
I bet he even toasted his bread on a skillet he forged himself. <laughs> I don't want to speak for Mr. Boone, but I'm pretty sure he would let the bar eat over the walls of Boonesboro when they were under siege. He would have. Gosh, he would have. Who is your favorite frontiersman? And his name is Max. I'll tell you, everyone loves the story of Hugh Glass. I've always loved that story. But part of the story of Hugh Glass is Jim Bridger. He's actually the scared young man, one of the two men who abandoned Hugh Glass after he was eaten by a bear and then was forgiven later on by Hugh when he met up with him. But if you look at the life and times of Jim Bridger, it's incredible the lives those mountain men lived. I grew up in Bozeman, Montana. Well, we moved from Ohio to Montana when I was 10, and I lived right beside the Bridger Mountains. It's just, he's a legend up there. It's really cool. Chris, have let me ask you something. This is something maybe you can look into because I know you're not doing anything else of importance this weekend. Do you think there are mountain ranges out there that have You don't know what I'm going to say, Chris. Do you think there are mountain ranges out there that haven't been named yet, and if they haven't been named, just hypothetically speaking, Chris, what do you think? What do you think the process would be to get a new name for the mountain range? It can't be that difficult, right? Could you ask around, Chris? Thank you. Thank, aren't you people in charge of that? <laughs> hey, dear anti-communist leader. Please tell my wife that it is safe and okay to dry my brass cartridges cartridges in the oven. <laughs> oh, and wear the high heels I bought her. Woman, put on the high heels. It makes your legs and butt look even better. All right, we like that. That's one. Two, women get so squeamish about their kitchen stuff and guns. The wife freaks out when I start cleaning my guns on the dining room table. I have a towel down. I have a pad down. It's not like I'm sitting there blasting away in the kitchen the weapons aren't going to clean themselves woman jesse i have a school debate for my rhetoric class and debate topic is should there be a death penalty for minors i was just curious whether or not you would support a death penalty option for minors let's just say for ages 13 and up my school is a christian private school so the debate will likely include biblical arguments if you have any thoughts about that i would also like to hear that no, I don't support the death penalty for minors. It's not that I don't think minors are ever worthy of a death penalty. You, know, you get some 14-year-old who murdered some 5-year-old. It's probably worthy of the death penalty. But I'm wishy-washy on the death penalty enough. The government can't seem to kill a, the correct adult half of the time. We definitely don't need to be lumping kids in there. That's just my thoughts on it. As far as the biblical arguments for it, I don't have any idea about that at all. I, I, I don't know. I will tell you this, though. The Old Testament reads a little different than some of the rest of it. There were, uh, the people love to use tolerant. Uh, we got to be more tolerant. Very, very tolerant. Uh, they weren't all that tolerant back then at all. In fact, of things they didn't want in their society, they really would focus on getting rid of such things in um, very, <clears throat> very direct ways. Very effective ways. Yes, Chris, very effective ways. All right, remember. You can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Put your phone in the drawer. It's officially the weekend. Walk away from all this. We'll come back and have more fun on Monday, all right? That's all. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.